Hello, podcasters. It's Friday. And guess what? It's a new season of Kingdom Speak. No more of season two, which drug on for how long? We don't even remember. But welcome back to another season of Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Hey, whoa! What is that? Are you hearing this? Turn it up. We need to hear more. Even louder. Oh, man. Man, can you play that, that one more time? Listen, Come on. welcome in. That was a little short. Listen. All right, Bill. <laughs> Listen to the fans. Are you not like, do we man, have a different co-host? They like, they love, they love to speak. They're standing outside the door. <laughs> They're standing outside the door, yeah. Yeah. Wow. After such a long time of promising and saying that there was a new season, just like when the trees that look dead begin to bud, suddenly at the top of your feed appears a new episode of Kingdom Speak, and it says at the top, season three. Oh, what, what a moment. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh my I goodness. Really serious for a second, but welcome back everyone. <laughs> Why so sappy? Everyone has been here since the start. They're like, just get on. We <laughs> want to know what Pastor McKillop's got to say today. I'm like, cut <laughs> out. There was actually a guy a few a few weeks ago. And I think I'm gonna we're gonna narrow it down. We're gonna narrow it down. You know, you think when you're in the audience and you leave a comment that we don't pay attention. Oh yeah. And just because we don't talk about it, there was a guy, I say a guy, I, I apologize, it may have been a girl, on the Spotify feed. Oh, really? So now everyone's going to Spotify and looking at our Kingdom Speak podcast feed. Mm -hmm. And said something about, well, you could have just cut down all the banter and started the episode 15 minutes sooner. Really? Mm. Are you serious? I saw that. And uh, now everyone has heard about it. That's spot on. <laughs> and what I want to know is, why are you on Spotify listening to podcasts? Yeah, what, what <laughs> is what is Spotify? Spot a what? Bro, the joke is on you. <laughs> <laughs> Not on us. Wow. Have you guys heard of Pastor Dustin Rose? No. Um, Speaking <clears throat> of comments... <laughs> When I go to, to grab a review, usually I flick down through them to try to, you know, sure. gauge the audience. It's like it's like a snapshot in time. It's like, you know, what's everyone saying right now? Yeah. And when I check this week at the most recent reviews, so the most recent amount, of, it, it grabbed me 35 reviews. I'm like, okay, all right, so let's flick down through them. So I start the choo, 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 flick down through. Mm-hmm. And the first one, to sum it up, said, yeah, we like Kingdom Speak, and uh, we'd like to have our pastor on. And you can guess who that was. And the second one, yeah, we love Kingdom Speak, and we need you to get our pastor on. And then another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. And another one. <laughs> Seven <laughs> reviews in a row. So I think it's only right just on the persistence level that we give them what they want and give them a show well, up yes. on Speak. So, yes. yes, we are here for you. And the one I have picked from the roulette is this one. It says, <laughs> Revelation after Revelation. Five stars from U.S. Apple Podcasts, not Spotify. <clears throat> <clears throat> My first time to experience Pentecost was two and a half years ago. I have been faithfully walking with the Lord ever since. I was not raised in church. I knew nothing but little Bible stories that I was taught as a kid when I first prayed through. Kingdom Speak has brought revelation after revelation in my reading, studying, and listening. Keep doing the Lord's work. Also, if you are looking for a guest speaker, Pastor Dustin Rose from Oretta, Louisiana, would be a great speaker to have. Now that's the name. And that is from Ma Ma Dai Do Wile. Ma, Ma Dai Do Wile. 
That sounds great. It also could be Maddie Doyle, but <laughs> yeah, no, you know how this goes. So we will say amen to Maddie, and we will also say amen to having Pastor Dustin Rose on Kingdom Speak. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen? Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. So, I mean, that's it. He, he's got to come on, right? Well, yeah. And then there's one more I have to hit quickly. Five stars, dot, 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 dot. But do your job, dork. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I love the podcast, and I can't get enough of Brother McKellop, Randy, and Dork. My favorite episode is Stories from the Road with Brother Martin Ballester. Oh, yeah. Man, that's a great episode. We need to have him back on. If y'all make a shirt that says dork, I will buy one. Oh. So how about that? We're having our own merch line start up, all because of Bishop Booker. And that is from Cole Ball... Balch. Is it Balk? I think it's Balch. Balch. Balk. Cole Balch. Cole Balk. Cobalt. Cobalt. I bought one of those. C O B A L T. Cobalt. Of Tomball, that... Texas. So I presume oh. you've met this oh. uh, brother Cole. So we will say amen to you amen. and the Doric merch line. The Doric merch line. You know, we were talking with K Pat Jr. About socks. <laughs> K-Pat <laughs> Jr. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wonder if he's married yet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, there were people chiming in about Dave. Yeah. Oh, man. And he said he was married twice. So. He's yeah. been married he, multiple times since that Multiple episode. times. So k Jr., what was... And he, he was talking about our socks and the fact that we need to design more. And I gave him your idea, Producer mm-hmm. Randy, of... The fact that we need to have a pastor line, a producer line, and a Doric line of we socks. Do. We need three lines. Really? Mm-hmm. You guys are still like, on that. Mm-hmm. You know, this it, it could be in season four. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing this two and a half years, and we're we're starting <laughs> season three. What are we going to do for our millionth listener? Because we're approaching that. We need to start talking about that on the audio podcast. We're Million. Hit, we're going to hit. One million. Way before the snow flies, we're going to hit a million. It'll still be golfing is that, season. Is that, is that still golfing it season? It will still be golfing season. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are we going to hit f- four uh, million? <laughs> I don't know if in this Where's new season there's any crickets left. But yes, <laughs> there is. We need a double portion four of those babies. Million. Oof. Does that include YouTube or is that just no, audio? No, bro, that's just audio. We're over a million already. If it's YouTube, come no, on. No, no. Like, so we need to do something special. Like, what are we gonna do? I don't even know. We help us out, maybe. Give us a give us a comment. We should have a special episode. Yeah. Without Pastor McKillop. Okay, tell me more. Now I'm listening. Maybe when he's gone fishing this summer. Okay. We okay. could do our own episode and celebrate that one millionth listen. Okay. What do you think? Without me. Without you. Oh, nice. We've, I don't think we've ever and done it before. That's celebratory. Um, yes. Nice. Mm. Well, there. Go figure. So something else that's new this year is um, I have a megaphone in season three. <laughs> really? So when it's time to pastor the world... We're going to turn the megaphone on for Pastor McKillop, and he's just going to blast through the walls of all these churches. <laughs> Is that a good idea or what? I like it. I like you don't it. have the megaphone. No, I don't. No, you want it right now, but I, you can't I, have I it. You. I have the megaphone, yeah. so... Anyways, I just... Th- this is going to be a this, season that hurts. This season is going to be so good. So, anyways, <laughs> welcome back in the studio, everyone. He's like a kid... With new oh, toys, man. Man, man we are, so good. we're only at 10 minutes on the intro, so we got five more to go. Five more for Mr. Spotify. For Sp- yeah. yeah. Do you want to hear uh, do you want to hear the show music once more? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. I like it. It's gonna be interesting because I have I've I've had quite a few times mm-hmm. um Folks come up and they bring their children with them. You know, mm-hmm. they range five, six, seven, mm-hmm. maybe up to ten years of age. I thought you were going to say five, six, seven children. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but that's not a bad thing either. Maybe no, it's you not. know. No, no, keep going. Ask Elon Musk. He he has a few himself. <laughs> 
and they they say that their children know the the show music, so they're gonna have to update their um, reprogram them. Yeah, reprogram. It's that's a dirty game to try to pick new show music. Man, it's. Do you think we'll hear from Bill? I don't know if Bill is still out there. I think he's fallen off. I don't think he listens anymore. You know, we can tell it now. Are you going to tell him what we were going to do? Yes. So Did you tell him our plan? No. No. So, Bill, listen. He was going to be with us for power conference. Mm. They had already booked everything. And then, Mm -hmm. as our listeners know, or the majority would know, the, um, the passing of... Pastor Tim Copeland, mm-hmm. what a man of God that yes, was. he was. Yeah, our <laughs> guest last week just talked about him. Yeah. Excited. Yeah, stuff. so his yeah. passing and homegoing mm-hmm. interrupted that because Brother Bill Kennedy goes to Pastor Copeland's church. Mm-hmm. But what we were going to do, Bill. Oh, what a missed opportunity, man. Oh, we had it all set that we were going <laughs> to go live with you, Bill, mm-hmm. and we were going to pick the new theme music for Kingdom Speak with Bill mm-hmm. in the guest seat. In the studio. In the studio, Man. and we were going to get it. Would this have been what Bill would have picked, do you think? I think it's too edgy for Bill. I think it's a little bit too... Bill strikes me as just being the old sort of, you know, uh, traditional music kind of guy. Okay. We'd have ended up with just a little more, a little more towards the stock music sound, I think. Just okay. A, a sock music? Stock. Okay. Yes, yeah, stock. Okay. But who, these are things we'll never know. Mm-hmm. If Bill will come back, we'll do another season and <laughs> up, update the music one more time. That's our pledge, Bill. We will do it. We will do it. Man, have the last, like, what, four, five weeks? We've been on, like, a guest roll. We finished season two extremely strong. Extremely strong. Yeah. The calls to have Bishop Booker back are just resounding. Everybody loved Zach Wells. Everybody loved David Forrest. Well, maybe not everybody. everybody. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're We're still looking for the one that really loved David Forrest. Where is she at? I would hope, you know, if this works out as as we all would hope, that King of Speak receives an invitation to the wedding. We could go oh, live. You, and you, we, we would go live. We would from re- the wedding. We would record an episode at the wedding. We would speak at the reception and share all sorts of... Producer Randy has <clears throat> yes. gems for stories. Lots of gems. <laughs> yes. 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 That would be great. Plus... And, and she can say... I met him on Kingdom Speak. Yeah. This could be the beginning oh, of something. Oh, isn't that so beautiful? Yeah. yeah. It would be big, hey, we could big, st- Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, no, but we could start like a Kingdom Couples. Oh. oh come where's on. the music? Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Come on. And maybe Dave and his new wife could be one of our hosts. Man. Can you imagine? Guest host for the Kingdom Couples episodes. Oh. Who are we kidding right now? <laughs> we no love one. you, Brother Forrest. Nobody. We love you. Have we hit our 15-minute mark? Uh, no, was that got, what it was? We got 20 seconds left. So 20 seconds? Yeah. Okay, so we're, we're, we don't have a guest. So what are we going to do today? Wow. Well, we have to start the season low, and we, we work our way up. So it'll it just be us in. today. Okay. Uh, I, did, I did have this uh, to show you guys, though. Um, so the top five countries, right? So for the month of May was the U.S. of A., Canada, Third most played uh, country in the world for Keen to Speak was Brazil. Nice. Fourth, Germany. Fifth, Mexico. Wow. So how cool is that? Nice. We got a little bit of Europe. We got some South America in there. Huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is pretty crazy. A million... A million downloads? I don't, I don't know what. Are you gonna, sure? Can you, did you count the well, zeros? Well, I counted the right? zeros. I did. I did. And I, I, I mm. ran out like it was It was a lot. It was a lot hey, of zeros. I can tell you what a million looks like if you want to show me those numbers. <laughs> That'd be a good podcast sometime. Yeah, we could talk about that sometime, couldn't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. we're at 16 minutes okay, now. Good. Oh, okay, good, 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 right. good, good, good. Okay. So why don't we read a scripture, uh, Brother Doric, and see what we mm-hmm. can we can't mm-hmm. talk about. Second Corinthians mm-hmm. chapter four, verse five. Four verse five says this for we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord. Yes. And ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, Mm. that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast Mm. down, Mm. but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, and the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. What an interesting um, passage of Scripture. Paul writing to the church in Corinth. Now, we're, we're, we're in the graduation season, and I had the privilege. Here's a shameless plug for mm-hmm. some major Kingdom Speak fans. But I had the privilege of speaking at Brewer Christian Academy where Tandis... Mm-hmm and glory graduated, Tandis Townley. And um, this this passage of Scripture is, is mm-hmm. what kind of really, really resonated with me in preparation for that uh, graduation ceremony. So Paul is writing to the church in Corinth. Obviously, we're jumping into a, a narrative that is is hard to interrupt. There's quite a flow going on here. He's mm-hmm. referring to the gospel when mm-hmm. he says that we have this treasure mm-hmm. in an earthen vessel mm-hmm. that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Mm-hmm. So again, the, the context being a graduation setting, and I, I really think that this would apply to um, many of us, especially our younger audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but the treasure, notice the, the, the choice of words that he is using, the terminology. We have a treasure mm-hmm. in an earthen vessel. Mm-hmm. What a dichotomy. <laughs> a treasure representing something of utmost value and an earthen vessel being an expression of something of average commonality. Mm -hmm. And we took that thing, which is of utmost value, and we package it in something that's worth nothing. Now, now Paul Paul is really driving a point home here. He's doing this... So that the excellency of the power mm-hmm. would be of God That's right. and not of us. To deposit mm-hmm. something of value yeah. into something that is valuable yeah. makes sense. So you have a, a mm-hmm. gold. Can I use your cup? What do you have? Oh, you're nice Kingdom Speak mug there. That's nice. Easy. There's tea in that. And that, that would be nice. a shame if we spilt tea in the middle of an That's, episode. Yeah. Never been done before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The one time he did edit. Isn't that right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is so, true. The one time he did. So, oh, Yeti. Yeah. Yeti. So, this is like product placement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yeti, not my. my yeah. Mm. Give him a drink. Give him, yeah, can I do that? Am I there? Right, right, yes, ah, right there. A little more, thank you. Yes, that was good. Mm. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to go to YouTube for that one. <laughs> Having something that has value in it, mm-hmm. the vessel mm-hmm. itself that has value, it only makes sense naturally to take things of value and put them in vessels of value. Yeah. 
But what Paul is saying about the gospel is that it is the utmost treasure, but it is put into that which within itself contains no value. It's common. Mm-hmm. It is an earthen vessel mm-hmm. to place something treasured in something otherwise insignificant is the intriguing mm-hmm. element to what Paul is saying here. Mm-hmm. Precious vessels have value within themselves, regardless of what they possess. Yeah, it's true. The vessel is worth, that Yeti cup is worth whatever, the $39 that you paid for it's it. It's too much. I know that. They're overpriced. I said yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But re- yep. regardless of whether you've got tea in there mm-hmm. or whether you've got... That's right. But regardless of what it contains... It's worth only... Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So precious ve- vessels have value. Even if they're empty, they have value. Hmm. All right. But earthen vessels... Average vessels derive their value from what they contain Hmm. because the only value that they have is what is placed in them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what Paul is telling us when it comes to the gospel, Mm -hmm. and boy, this, this affects every one of us because it puts us all on an equal playing field. Your earthen vessel is really not worth any more than mine. And so if you're if you're a young aspiring young person that has ambition to be all that you can be and and you want to work for God and you want to be involved in the kingdom and you want but man I just don't have the last name that that this individual has or I don't mm-hmm. have the pedigree mm-hmm. that this individual has what you need to understand is that you derive your value from what is in you mm-hmm. not from the package mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Earthen vessel is valuable because there's a treasure within it. Mm-hmm. Now, there is, Paul is writing this to the church in Corinth and he's talking about the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, and my mind runs back to what we know to be the church in the Old Testament, which mm-hmm. is the wilderness tabernacle. Yep. And, and, and I, I begin reminiscing about what that was. So the the church in the Old Testament was comprised of precious uh, yes. vessels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the opposite. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you when you went into in fact on on um, in two thousand and fourteen mm-hmm. I was in Israel and, and they have mm-hmm. some of the um, items and articles for the new temple already constructed, and they're they're in bulletproof, atmosphere controlled glass cases. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so some of these cups and articles and candelabras and candlesticks and uh, they're they're already created, mm-hmm. and there is value in them. So they're they're they, empty. They're not made of clay, is what you're telling me. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you went into that tabernacle experience, that church mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. the vessels themselves oh, yeah. were valuable. And even through history, when you look at tabernacles and uh, big church cathedrals and stuff, when there was, you know, the the assaults on cities, mm-hmm. a lot of invading armies would go to those places because there was so much value. Well, yeah, the the king of Babylon. Yes, right. Yes. And even in more modern, they've done the same thing, right? Go oh, in and sweep all that stuff out of there. We have the the account of that mm-hmm. in, is it Chronicles? Where, where as... Took all the vessels. He said, bring me <laughs> some of them gold cups. Yes, right? that's right. I want some of those precious vessels Something worth to them. drink mm-hmm. out of. Mm-hmm. And so they bring them to him. And, and as he's drinking out of those holy, meaning separated, mm-hmm. set apart for a holy purpose, when mm-hmm. he's bringing them out mm-hmm. and he starts drinking in them, drinking from them, mm-hmm. the hand emerges. Ooh, that has to be a moment, yeah. man. Better be careful. Mm-hmm. A hand mm-hmm. just emerges out of the omnipotent 
presence of God. He mm-hmm. manifests himself mm-hmm. and he just starts writing on the wall. Hmm. Um, so you're right. The, 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 the cups, mm-hmm. the utensils, mm-hmm. obviously when you get even to the Ark of the Covenant, mm-hmm. there's nothing more valuable than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, having discussion recently with uh, Elder Jonathan Elviar, and he mentioned that the holiest of holies, mm-hmm. the amount of gold that it would have taken to overlay the walls and the ceiling, mm-hmm. the gold over the man, the Ark of the Covenant, the gold on the cherubims, the rings of gold, the estimated value in today's currency of gold was somewhere around $3.5 billion. Youch. <clears throat> the church in the Old Testament was built on the concept that the articles themselves had resident value within mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Okay? And they weren't even something that could be enjoyed by everybody because the farther you got into that redemptive system, the more the more qualifications mm-hmm. had to be met for you to even be there. So ultimately, being once a year, one man went into the holiest of holies and stood and looked around at the $3.5 billion worth of gold. <laughs> right? And an interesting discussion, maybe for a later time, would be the when they would tear down the tabernacle, which happened repeatedly, mm-hmm. to move it. There was all veils and coverings and shrouds, and there had to be certain, certain steps and an order to the transfer oh, and man. the transportation to keep it of the valuable vessels yes. of the church in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. What a dichotomy between that and the church of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Paul is saying, we don't have that now. Now, when you go back to the wilderness, all of the treasures were within it, but yet you still see in shadow form what is coming in the New Testament because over it all is a badger skin. Yeah. And over it all is commonality. Mm-hmm. But within it are all of these precious vessels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you get to the New Testament, Paul lets us know mm-hmm. it's a different day. Mm-hmm. The gospel is the treasure, and you are the badger skins. <laughs> you are the common earthly vessel, and when when the gospel is put in you, mm-hmm. you're worth more than the whole world. Mm. And that's where the value comes from. And that's where your mm-hmm. value comes mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. It does not come from your parents. Mm-hmm. It does not come from your grandparents. It does not come from your pedigree mm-hmm. or name recognition within the Pentecostal movement Your Mm -hmm. value comes from a divine treasure that was placed inside of you, and that makes you invaluable. Let me see if the bomb button works in season three. Ready to try it? There's a delay on the bomb. Here it comes. Still sounds pretty good. Still sounds... We could get off here and talk for an episode about, uh, especially with the, the younger generation, about body shaming. Yes. About the unnecessary attention that can get placed on the vessel. Yes, absolutely. Or we could get into the mutilation of the vessel, you know, or our attempts to over-decorate the vessel could be another discussion. Well, I'm, I mean, just... just as, as a point, mm-hmm. I was reading, um, well, I, I, I can't recall the article, but it was a secular writer mm-hmm. who was talking about the lack of the ability for many young people to embrace mm-hmm. their identity. Mm-hmm. And he said, especially our women, because they lie every day. This mm-hmm. was not me. This is the article. Mm-hmm. They lie every day. Well, obviously, this gets my attention. Mm-hmm. And do you know what he tied it to? Makeup. Whoa. <laughs> wow. This is not a religious author. This is someone just making hmm. a psycholo- psychological observation mm-hmm. that to make mm-hmm. up your face is mm-hmm. dishonesty. Mm-hmm. So good. Hmm. Right? Hmm. 
So you're living a lie. That is really not who you are. Yeah. And, the, and, and you're so right. The body shaming, the... The difference when you meet someone compared to their profile photo. <sighs> right? Yeah. Like a realtor photo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Just that image, that vessel, that... Yes. We value that. <laughs> yes. Right? The carnal man really values that. So really we want that. to plate that with gold. Oh, yes. We want to mm-hmm. we want to make sure that even though it's an 80-year-old vessel, it's got mm-hmm. a 16-year-old face. <laughs> the touch-up. Oh. Yeah. You're lying. Mm. Yes. Right? Mm. I don't remember who they made the statement about, but they find one of those celebrities for um, putting too much plastic in the ocean when she went in to swim. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh snap! Well, then but there's man, that. Do we get into the cosmetics, right? Of, yes. of life. Yes. And the gospel just takes all of that and flips it and says, "Hey, it's all earth. Y- y- it's all earth." It's uh, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what was amazing to me is uh, I've had the privilege a couple of times to be in Lebanon with mm-hmm. missionary Azar. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, there there is just a a melting pot of culture there. Mm-hmm. You have Muslim um, Muslim representation from the extremist element. You know, your right. Hezbollah, and, mm-hmm. and 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 you talk about trying to build a church in a in a in a nuclear mm-hmm. environment. That's them. So there's certain areas where it's absolutely lethal for you to even evangelize because it's 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 against the against their core belief. Mm-hmm. Yet six blocks down the road, it's an entirely different mm-hmm. group of people, and you can do it mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I noticed, because your your Muslim, mm-hmm. your extremist Muslim Orthodox, I don't even know if they call it Orthodox, but mm-hmm. um, their ladies. Mm-hmm. Are going to be wearing. Um, help me with the word. What is it? Man, a, a he, I saw hijab. It, I don't know hijab. if it's a hijab. I'm really not sure, but it, anyway. it's a it's a covering, right? Yep. Okay, and a lot of them just have their face showing. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean they they take it to that degree. Mm-hmm. But what absolutely blew my mind was the amount of plastic surgery. No way. In their faces. Lips, eyebrows, <laughs> cheekbones. I mean, it wasn't just average. It was. It, it wow. screamed. I've been modified. Poof. So you're 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 and you're driving through neighborhoods that that are third world at best, mm-hmm. and you're seeing all of this attempt hmm. to make the vessel mm-hmm. as valuable mm-hmm. as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more valuable than putting the Holy Ghost in your vessel. Oh, so true. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need plastic. Mm-hmm. Yes. It doesn't need pinched, puffed up, mm-hmm. tucked. It needs the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And that's what makes you a holy people. That's right. And that's what adds the value mm-hmm. to who you are. Mm-hmm. We have this treasure in mm-hmm. an earthen vessel. Mm-hmm. And when you can finally embrace, I am who God said I am, mm-hmm. and I embrace it. I'm, 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 I am worth something to God. What is what is that song that we sing? Worth isn't mm-hmm. the name of it. Mm-hmm. Worth. Mm-hmm. He thought I was worth saving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He thought I was worth keeping. So the value that you have. Mm-hmm. And it's really, although we appreciate education and we encourage education mm-hmm. and we appreciate talent mm-hmm. and we encourage the development of talent, mm-hmm. when you get the gospel inside of you, there's nothing more valuable than mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You're worth as much as anybody else mm-hmm. in the planet. What would a man give in exchange mm-hmm. for his own soul mm-hmm. if he gains a the whole world, Mm -hmm. and loses his own soul. Mm -hmm. That is the beauty of the gospel. The gospel levels the playing field Mm. 
and puts the value in you. Well, what did the prophet tell the widow? Go get vessels. She got those for free. Mm -hmm. And what did she sell? Right? She sold the oil. oil. Mm -hmm. And it was what was in them mm -hmm. that brought the value. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, in um, preparation for this, Mm -hmm. um, I discovered something that I that I had never heard tell of before. A term called vessel valuation. Okay, that sounds like something I don't know about either. Vessel valuation. It's, it's, it's an interesting. Um, it's an interesting business, mm -hmm. and it applies to the marine industry mm -hmm. with shipping vessels. Hmm. Okay. So I, I've, I've never really thought about it. Now, if, if there's anybody in our listening audience that has a ship and they would like for us to give a, a can, shout out. I can speak to that. You can? Yeah. yeah. You have a ship? Yeah. I have, yeah. I have a couple out back. Oh, really? Yeah. They're, yeah. Called, they're called yachts. Yachts. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nicely done. Yeah. So once we, get, once we get going here, I can help. You can. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you come up with what that's worth? <laughs> Google. <laughs> yeah. That's what I use. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kelly <laughs> Kelly Blue Book. Kelly's Blue Book for, <laughs> for yachts. For boats. Yes. For ships. Yeah. Kelly's Blue. It's true. So so how do you really? I mean, mm. we we have pretty um when you stop and think about it, I guess I've just never been in the market yeah. for a ship. So I've never a really thought yeah. about how you determine the value of a ship. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to a house, you've got people that can go and inspect the house, they compare it against yeah. the sales of other of other oh, did you get that? <laughs> Yes, I did. Okay. We're moving on. Of other houses, and they help you determine how much. Take, take your bow. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Captain. Anchors away. Captain. <laughs> That's a real hook. <laughs> okay, well, for all intents and purposes, <laughs> before they came up with what they use now, uh, <laughs> I got really the scale of value was a floating one. <laughs> yes, it was a floating scale. <laughs> mm hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but for real, there is, you can, you can Google this. There is this group called Signal Ocean. Okay. And it is a corporation that is dedicated to helping the buyers and sellers of mm -hmm. ships determine the value of a ship. So if I'm going to buy a boat, like we're talking, you know, yeah, we're talking about a, a giant size boat. Correct. These are the people that tell you what to pay. What or, you should pay. Okay. All right. Okay. So what do we do? What do we do? What do we determine? So there's this guy, and I'm going to read a bit of his of his stuff. His name is David Watt, and he is the vice uh, president, VP of Signal Ocean. Mm -hmm. And he says there's a number of elements that have to be factored in mm -hmm. to determining the value of a vessel. And so I quote, he says, before the advent of technology, ship values were assessed by brokers and owners. This is fascinating. Who would trade stories hmm. okay. and rumors about recent transactions, mm -hmm. trade flows, mm -hmm. flows, freight rates, market sectors. And they they would spin this cacophony of of this is where we're at with the brokers, and this is where we're at with future market conditions, and this added with this, added with this, equals a value yep. of this vessel. Okay. Until recent years, this was the only available way to assess how much an asset was worth. Mm -hmm. It was traditionally an analog industry, and I'm quoting, where valuations were discussed amongst a tightly knit network of brokers and ship owners. Hmm. It was an opaque and hidden process, which greatly relied on professional experience and expertise. Mm -hmm. But this resulted in a very subjective estimate. I would say, yeah. Right? Because mm -hmm. it's, again, a floating scale. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of how good the guy can spin the tail mm -hmm. and, and, and let you know. So, extrapolating an estimate price for a vessel is a rigorous process, Mr. Watts says, that takes into account more than salient information, such as vessel type, mm -hmm. age, mm -hmm. size, 
Mm-hmm. And that's something that we we may or may not have time talking about, but capacity is a big part of determining value. Mm-hmm. And yard that it was built in. Hmm. It also includes the main navigation routes to date, and it also includes flags that it has flown. Hmm. Okay? Hmm. He says, for example, how a vessel is managed is intrinsically linked to the quality of the vessel. So shipbuilders get reputations, and mm-hmm. that's, that's standard. And so you know if that vessel was built in that shipyard, mm-hmm. it may or may not be yeah. something mm-hmm. worth mm-hmm. what the asking mm-hmm. price is. Mm-hmm. Has the vessel been well-maintained? Man- by its past owners mm-hmm. and operators, mm-hmm. which flags has it sailed under? What routes has it traded? Have any deficiencies been logged during port state control inspections? Now, I've got one more section of, of, of quote. This all has value to our conversation. Mm-hmm. All aspects of a ship's history will be taken into consideration when a price is being fixed mm-hmm. in negotiations. And a well-operated vessel chartered by a reputable company may be valued higher than a vessel of the same age, type, and specification Hmm. that has been mismanaged or traded in restricted or forbidden waters. Hmm. The value of a ship that has been built in a good shipyard. Mm -hmm. Yeah has good capacity, mm-hmm. has been well-maintained, mm-hmm. has flown the right flag, never been intimidated by its identity, mm-hmm. didn't change flags based on where it was sailing, mm-hmm. hasn't traversed through forbidden waters, <laughs> that vessel is worth more than a vessel that through the dark of the night sent the guy up the pole to change the flag yeah, and say, that's really not who we are when we're over here. Mm-hmm. God give us young people mm-hmm. who submit to the shipbuilder's yard and the careful, meticulous planning that goes into the construction mm-hmm. of the vessel. And God give us young people, and it's broader than just young people, but God give us young people mm. who are not ashamed to fly the flag of being apostolic, mm. not just at church, not just when they're with the youth group, but wherever they're sailing, they are who they are. Is there not a hmm. value in that? Wow. Wow. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Ultimately, the bottom line is affected by, by your propensity mm-hmm. to stray off into... Mm. Forbidden waters. Oh yeah. So I, I, I was I was curious about that alone. Mm. Why the forbidden waters? You know why they are they are when you're when you're determining a ship's value. If that vessel has sailed in forbidden waters, then th- it's raised mm-hmm. a an awareness with adversaries mm-hmm. that it doesn't play by the rules, and now all of a sudden you're purchasing a vessel mm-hmm. that somebody on the other team Oof. has already determined we've got we got plans to destroy that vessel. Yeah. If that or, ever comes around again. If that mm-hmm. ever comes around mm-hmm. here again. Mm-hmm. I've seen the flags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. yeah. We saw all the flags they had in the basement <laughs> <laughs> down in the belly of the ship. We saw all the flags that they had. And so we we're going to take that ship out. Hmm. Phenomenal. There is nothing like young people who have embraced this is who I am. This is what I was creating. This is where I'm sailing. Mm. It doesn't matter if I'm sailing alone. Mm -hmm. This is where I'm going. Do you realize that adds to your value? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to be used in the kingdom? God's looking for value. Do you know what? Mm -hmm. That puts that puts you ahead of the fleet. Sure does. Of all of those that are going, well, I'm just going to take my own way. I'm going to, I'm going to just slip over here into some forbidden waters mm-hmm. and see what happens. 
Oh, so good. Is that crazy? How that affects the ultimate value and the resale value of the ship. And none of that really has to do with cosmetics or anything, does it? No. Not even really how it looks. It's just... Hmm. And really, if, if, if you're going to... If you're going to... Um, unpack all of this capacity is a big piece of it. We were, we were already talked about this with uh, Adam Shaw, Adam mm -hmm. Shaw a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. but capacity determines mm -hmm. value because mm -hmm. ultimately if you can only hold so much, then it doesn't matter how loyal you've been to trade routes and whether your identity is hmm. right. Your capacity wow, right. is so restricted yep. that you put a ceiling on your value, increase your capacity and, and your worth, worth goes up. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm. Well, that's good stuff right there. Good stuff. Season one. Season one. How about it? The, the prayer of Jabez specifically mm -hmm. addresses mm -hmm. capacity issues. Oh, that you would bless me. Mm -hmm. Enlarge my coast. Mm -hmm. The ability of God to bless you is always restricted by your always. ability to receive. How much can you hold? Boom. And again, we were on it with Pastor Adam Shaw a few weeks ago. But mm -hmm. you'll always run out of vessel before you run out of oil. Mm. It's, oh, yeah. it's mm. capacity. Mm, it's yeah. capacity. Mm. So as young people, we're in this season where you're celebrating how far you've come. Mm -hmm. But listen, your future value, your future value resides on whether or not you can increase your capacity. Not in what kind Stretch. of shoes you're wearing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interestingly, he summarizes it with a statement that I thought was intriguing. <clears throat> he being David Watts. This is a statement he made in the, in the interview. And we know this, but there's just so it just resonated with me. Ultimately, a ship like any other item for sale is only worth what someone is prepared to pay for it. <laughs> oh my. Ultimately, the value of what your vessel is worth is only what someone is willing to pay for it. Mm -hmm. That's so true. So what you need to be reminded of right now is that Jesus loved you enough mm. that he robed himself in flesh, descended to this terra firma, this earth, mm -hmm. and he said, I am going to die for you. That is how much. He has already said you're worth that much. It really doesn't matter when it comes to the gospel, where you've sailed or the flags you've flown. He'll still put that much value on you that he died to save your sins. Now, this leads us into a parable that I have preached a number of different ways but I want to look at it a bit uh, from a bit unique of a standpoint. Matthew chapter 13 and 44 says again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid mm. in a field. In, in earth. Field. There it is again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Treasure in earth. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. which when a man hath found, he hideth and for joy. Therefore goeth and selleth all that he has and buys the field. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he saw the treasure in earth. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so I understand, and I've preached it this way, that, that everybody that discovers the gospel has that decision that they have to make where they buy sure. the field yes, yes. to mm -hmm. get the treasure. And you have to be willing to sell it all. Okay? But really, we don't believe what we're preaching. Mm. When we preach it from that standpoint, we are not fully believing what we're preaching. Whoa. Because 
There's none of us that would say we possessed enough stuff to sell that we could purchase the kingdom of heaven. That's true. That's true. I don't know how nice of a house you'd have to live in and how much stuff you'd have to have to be able to afford to buy salvation. Justification is priceless. Mm. Atonement is priceless. Mm-hmm. You can't purchase that. Mm. So you know what I really believe the parable is about? It's not about me discovering the church. Mm-hmm. This is a parable about the kingdom of heaven. And I believe this parable is talking about Jesus discovering me in the field. Mm. Yeah. And he left it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he came. Do you know who the treasure in the field really was? Mm-hmm. It was me and you. Mm-hmm. When he saw us, mm-hmm. he came for us. Mm-hmm. Now, when he sells it all, he gave it all. He can buy it all. Mm-hmm. Well, what a price that is. And that's how he that's how much he thought I mm-hmm. was worth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. worth that. I can't buy the field. He mm-hmm. goes on a few verses before that. Do you know what the field is? The field is the world. Mm-hmm. That's right. The That's field right. is the world. He even says that. I don't buy the world to get access to salvation. I no. can't buy the field. I am the field. You are the field. I am the field. Mm-hmm. So when he saw me, he wanted the, and this is the, this is the glory of the gospel. He took the treasure, me, out of the field mm-hmm. and put the treasure in me. Mm-hmm. And so it is literally a transfer Mm-hmm. of the treasure leaving one bit of earth and being put in another bit of earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is what the gospel yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And he loves you enough yeah. that he went to die for you and gave it all so that you could have this treasure in an earthen vessel. I don't care what your last name is. I don't care where it is that you may be living right now, what your ethnic background is, whether you think you're worth anything at all to anybody on this earth. You're worth it all to Jesus Christ. And that is true vessel valuation.